Guys, if you haven't checked up on our social media recently, what have you been doing? I'm at Nick Hardwick, and Jamie is at Jamie.Hardwick. That's J-A-Y-M-E with a period and then Hardwick, which is not to be confused with the other Jamie Hardwick, who I tagged a little while ago on Instagram, and she notified me that uh, you may want to get this straight, bud. Your wife may be pissed at you. That earned me the worst husband of the week award. Sorry, babe. Anyway, you guys know that Lose Like Alignment is going off. I'm sure you've seen some of the ads circulating. Hundreds of men now are losing staggering amounts of weight on a daily basis. It's been so awesome to see. And of course, I had no idea that life would turn into this for me or for us. I just had to get the information out of my head, share it with others, see if it could help people reclaim their lives. And lo and behold, it has. And I am just really grateful to be a part of this amazing team. And the most fulfilling thing for me and the program is the weekly interactions that we get through the accountability network. So sign up for that. It is awesome to get personal connections and have conversations and get to understand who people are, what their challenges are, and assist on a very personal basis on a weekly basis. So as this was all going on, we're getting crazy amounts of requests from the ladies wondering if this program is good for them too. And for me, I said, sure, yeah, it is. And But really, since the beginning, I've tried to get Jamie to give my plan a try, and she would try it for a day or two, and then basically tell me it wasn't for her. And finally, listening to the requests on social media and through email for a female version and then getting some feedback back from females who were actually in the program and taking that into account and then asking and not telling Jamie what can make this plan work for her and for other females. She went, took the parts from the men's program that she liked, modified it to accommodate the female body and your guys' individual preferences and gave it a try. And I tread lightly saying this to her. Thankfully, she's not around right now. But it's been super cool watching her own this program. She has gained control back over the food, has reset her hunger cues, and has lost the weight she's been trying to lose, really, forever. I know. I Believe me, I don't think she has anything to lose either, but still, she's getting to a place where she feels great about her body, and that is important. In fact, I just get out of the bathroom, and she says, I've lost this weight, but Nick, I've lost an inch off of my waist. She's taking measurements. So we sent the adjustments back to our design team and voila, the lose like a lady program is born. We would love for you guys to join the team. If you want to know more, all food preferences and eating styles work within the framework we provide in both the men's and the women's program. We do provide body weight only workouts and daily activities known as every hour on the hour exercises, EHO, But guess what? As we tell everyone, the exercise is the least important component of the plan. It's not required to lose weight. If you don't want to exercise or you've got your own form of exercise that you would rather do, do that. We are never going to discourage that. This program will help you figure out what works best for you. You're going to learn appropriate caloric loads for the day and per meal. You're going to learn how to match your caloric intake with daily activity levels. You're going to break free from the having to eat a meal every three-hour cycle. It really is an incredibly empowering experience. Also, the program helps build healthy self-care habits that make the program sustainable for life. And it's wonderful when you figure out that the more you take care of yourself, the healthier, the easier it is to make good choices when it comes to food, when it comes to exercise. And the best part about the program that a lot of people find is 
it's four weeks on and two weeks off of the plan. That is what we call a diet break. How many programs encourage you to not do the diet? We do that. So you're going to build trust with yourself. You're going to take the skills you learned and you're going to put them to test in the real world. The whole process, it's incredibly empowering. When you reclaim your health, you really do reclaim your life. Join our teams. Sign up at hardwick.life. It's like hardwick.com, but hardwick.life. And use the code PODCAST20 for 20% off the order. And by the way, you can use that code forever on anything site-wide forever. And we want you to know that we're here for you. You can email me directly at nick at nickhardwick.com. I, I do. I get back to everybody. Try it. Try me. I'll get back to you. Uh, anything you have. Show recommendations, any questions, any support, any criticism. We're here for that. Throw everything my way. You need help modifying this program to suit your particular needs? All you got to do is ask. We've helped hundreds of people make this program work in their lives, and you can too. All right, guys. Back to the show. Check it out. Hardwick.life, podcast 20 for 20% off, and we hope to see you on the network soon. Love you guys. Thank you. Are we live? Get your butt in here. We're live. Are we live? With Jamie Hardwick. Happy Monday. Hey, Monday. It's going to be Wednesday when this airs. Oh, happy Wednesday. Hi, Wednesday. How's how's everybody doing today? Hope you're well. Cheers. Jamie's got her classic green smoothie. What's in the smoothie? It's a massive green smoothie. I'm so thirsty. What's in the smoothie? I just walked 20,000 steps with my friend. No big deal. I mean, you know. No, but it's like 86 degrees out. Finally. And awesome. It's beautiful. Good. So are you going to be burping and swishing that smoothie through your teeth for the entire show? Or is this just going to be a, at the beginning, just the beginning, you know, how um, like you're married to somebody as a lot of you are, and they have things that they've done for a long time that, you know, may or may not annoy you. Well, Jamie's, well, no, you know Jamie's first... is mostly at the, the dinner table with me. Your annoyances. Give me all of them. Let, let it, let it rip. Okay. So. For example, well, when she eats a smoothie with a spoon, and you can hear it, it's so gross. She does this. <laughs> she swishes it through her teeth, like as if eating it is not enough. You got to get it at least two or three times with the swish through the teeth, like it's a these, these filter. Bu- these buckaroos are my it's filter. Like, yeah, I just want to say that. Good God, we've already talked about how loud you crunch your celery and that that celery by the way is just like the one that is on an amplifier blast oh my God. the other ones are just you're a loud eater but you eat with your mouth closed for the most part which is good and uh you you do eat with your mouth closed however you do like to put a bite in and then talk with the bite in your I mouth i come by that honestly oh my <laughs> god oh my god her dad was just out in it is like, so I noticed it with Teddy at first because Teddy started, and this is pretty recent, right? Teddy started speaking, but he would take a bite and then he'd go, duh, 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 duh. and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Please don't talk with a mouthful at the dinner table. And then I kept saying it to him. And then I realized, oh, he gets it from mom because mom does that. And she'll sit at the table and put a bite in and then that's going be a question. And I'm like, what are we doing here? And then I realized when her dad was out last week, that's exactly what her dad does. He does the exact same thing. Sorry, Joe, to put you on blast, but he puts a bite in his mouth, tears it off, and you ask a question. 
or wants to continue a thought. And I'm like, you know, most people, yes, we do talk with food in our mouth, but like you tongue it over to the side pocket before you talk. So you can at least be clear, but these guys did do this whole thing. Can I say something? Please do. Yeah. You know, when you're dating, you kind of like <laughs> look for all the good in people uh-huh. and you're like, wow, I love how she smiles. Oh, I love how she dresses. Wow. Uh-huh. She's really kind to strangers. Mm-hmm. The second, that would, I never said you're kind to strangers. The second you get married, it's not what they do right. It's like everything they do wrong. That's not true. And everything's amplified. No, that's not true. Wow. That is not true. According to you, it no, is. No, first off, I never would say you were super kind to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's way wrong. I do love how you dress. I love your smile. I love your laugh. I love your spunk, your charisma. I love how hardworking you are at the house. There's just a couple things around the dinner table that, you know, that's it. That's it. God, see? I'm just kidding. No, but you're not. But I'm not. But you're so not. So in this smoothie, it's... Thank you. It's spinach. Okay. A banana. Like a handful of spinach, one frozen banana. It's not frozen. It oh, was, you had a real banana? It was going mushy. So oh, okay. Just using them yeah. up. Mushy banana, spinach. But we do that a lot, by the way, with bananas when they're going bad. Instead of tossing them, freeze them. Totally. And put them in a smoothie. They're awesome. They're also awesome by themselves. So spinach, banana. Um, avocado. Half or whole? Half. Half of one. Good. And then I'm using... Not that I care if you use a whole. I don't. Julian Bakery espresso flavored protein. So it's an egg white protein and it has caffeine in it. Oh. And I'm doing it. And it's 1130. So we'll check in with you tomorrow morning and see how your sleep went. Well, my sleep was crap last night because our kid went swimming all day yesterday Mm. and he's got these tiny little um, ear canals. (laughs) The minute he goes swimming... Is that a diss? You've got small ear holes, man. I don't know. I've got massive ear You've holes. You've got big ear holes. You know what's sad is they say your ears never stop growing. Yeah. Yeah. My well, ears you can gonna, always do something about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to be at my shoulders here soon. Cut so them off. Enjoy them. Yeah. But cut yeah, them off. The opposite. Teddy has these tiny, tiny little ears and he went swimming yesterday and came into the room at like what? 1230. Yeah. Just screaming. Crying, yeah. Poor thing. He says his ears hurt so bad. So I had to get that up, get him medicine, yeah. fix them. Then he came back down. Thank you for doing that. One more cry fit. Anyways. Two o'clock, I was laying in bed like, damn, crap. So. <laughs> he came down, and I think he goes, my ears are red. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said no, my he ears are red. He said my ears still hurt. I was like, well, yeah, it's been three minutes since I gave you Tylenol. Yeah, you let the medicine yeah. kick in. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll be all right. And then he did. He just went upstairs and bucked up and made it happen. Yeah, so he went to sleep. We would have seen I, Hudson, by I the way, not three sleep. more times. <laughs> no. You know we would have. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Mm-hmm. But So you didn't get any sleep. So no sleep. So a little, little bit extra little caffeine bit of, is okay. Of, yeah, it's all good. That's what I'm and you're on a two meal day. I am. So this is this is considered a meal. This is one, right? Yeah. This is one right here. So and so I'm and we did it slowly with a spoon. And her activity levels are stupid, in my opinion, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you stupid? Well, so she's on this step bet thing, and it's like you have to get thirty-two thousand steps twice a week, and then the other uh, four out of the other five days out of the week, you have to get what twenty plus thousand steps, and so it's just a stupid amount of activity, which equals anywhere from. Eight and a half to almost 15 miles a day that you're walking. Yeah. And so the activity levels just 
ridiculous, but you're on a two meal day. And then we were talking on our little morning walk, which was abbreviated this morning. We were talking about, you know, what's the best plan to get through the day? Like I'm tired. It's a two meal day. Da da da. I was like extra caffeine, lots of caffeine. But then we had the conversation of, I think I've had so much coffee that my stomach's a little sour because it's carries some acidity with it. Okay. Maybe try a different caffeine source. My suggestion was a Red Bull. You laughed at me. Why'd you laugh? The Red no, Bull. No, it's a good suggestion. Red Bull's such a funny thing. Because you know on one of those little 8.4 ounce cans, it has 80 milligrams of caffeine. Which okay. is not, not much. It's not much. Like a Starbucks Venti has 400 milligrams of caffeine. That is that is a uh, addictive dose. 400 milligrams of caffeine. That's a, that's a proper I mean, that, that's game day, <laughs> that's, right? But at Red Bull, everyone's like, oh, my God, you drink Red Bull. It's like, it's less than a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. 80 milligrams of caffeine. Right. And it's awesome. And I think it's so uh, – I'm not like this is not an ad for Red Bull or anything, but I think the science behind Red Bull is super on point, where I think a lot of the other ones, the Nazis, the rock stars, the monsters, that uh, I'm not trying to slander or anything – I just think they're just thrown in with a bunch of crap and a ton of caffeine, but they're it's overboard. Where I think Red Bull's like specifically prescribed to you. Well, that was the original, right? That, yeah, the, yeah, that that is the eight point four ounces, and that's why it's eight point four ounces because it's perfectly proportioned for performance and cognitive function and all that. So it's really good. It's got nice MB twelve. It's got. Some other things in there that are good for you in correct dosage, but you start going crazy 20 ounce monster can. It's like, okay, now how many milligrams are we at? Now it's party. Now let's, <laughs> let's go. And who, I mean, come on, who doesn't love a good party? Yeah. I do. So what else is that? I, I just like to throw the 80 milligrams on top of everything else. Mm-hmm. The other 400 milligrams that I've had in the morning. Right. And it makes me feel better. There you go. Only 80. It makes me feel better. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is up? Yeah. Let's, what else is going on? Here's the thing I have to say to you. Mm-hmm. You've been. Awesome. Very um, entrepreneurial lately. A lot of ideas coming through you. A lot of, I do have a lot is of ideas. Is there something that goes on in your life where you just start thinking about like different business ventures and ideas that you can, you know, pursue? Like, is there a low period? So talk me through that because I never think of starting a business like my days are just <laughs> I'm like such a simple creature that I don't even like I'm just happy yeah I live in my little cave and I keep it nice and clean and I eat my meals and I take care of the kids and right I go on my long walks and I'm pretty simple to please you are yeah you've you're you've, yeah but you've been in retirement mode for 15 years now right and you've you have, and I don't want to say like kill days because it makes them seem like they're not important because every day is important and we got to value them, right? But you've been very good at finding ways to keep yourself busy, keep yourself engaged, active, stimulated, and I think interesting is another really important component to what you do. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think I have a pretty good abundance of energy still. And, you know, I, I'm in the health and wellness space. I love it. I love sharing the knowledge that I get. And part of it for me, like in the entrepreneurial spirit is it's just a metric. It's just a game. Like 
learning how to make money for me and learning how to turn something into a business is part of the fun of the game that comes. So like, there's so many ideas that I have a million ideas. Like every day I probably exhaust you with ideas because exhaust. I mean, uh-huh. there's a, there's like, it's endless. It's an endless flow. And the more time I get, the more time I get to be creative and think of ways to turn something into a business or to help pe- You know, a lot of it just comes from like people ask me for something, ask advice on something or want to, uh, you know, want my help. Like they want an offensive line coach or they want help with nutrition or they want help with strength and conditioning or they want, you know, they just are looking for some sort of help. And I'm like, well, I can add value to their lives. And then there's also a way that perhaps I could turn this into a business. And so for me, and you know, after 11 years in the NFL and we did a really good job with our money, we have no real need for money. That's not really one of our main concerns. However, it is for me a great way to take what I'm doing and really become passionate about it, but also to give myself metrics on if I'm getting better or not and if we're reaching more people or not. Because if I didn't have the money or the inbox that would show me that, you know, what our account looks like, then there wouldn't be a game attached to it. And for me, part of it is competing and making it a game and seeing if I can personally get better. And one of the ways that I can tell if I'm improving is if the money is coming. So that's the reason for the entrepreneurial spirit is is kind of the game of it all. It's like your new competition. It's the competition of it all. Yeah, exactly. And we will never be the couple that goes out and buys stupid cars or spends frivolously on ridiculous vacations because mostly I'm not going to live a life that one, my kids can't sustain. And I want to show them what a good, wholesome life looks like, a a nice, fulfilling life. So, I mean, is there a way that we can make crazy amounts of money and do it? Yeah, sure we can, but we're still never going to, regardless of how much money we make or how much money's in the account, we're never going to live ridiculous because it's not fair for them mostly. And, and I think about this a lot. It's like, it's really easy to go up. It's really hard to come down, right? Like working your way up to the penthouse is really incredible. And it's, it's fun. It's a journey. It's a process. If you are starting at the penthouse, if you're one of the kids and you don't, aren't able to sustain that lifestyle for whatever reason, and you have to come down, several floors or down low or you're not able to travel and stay in the best resorts or you're not able to fly private or you're not driving the most ridiculous cars like we did as a kid. Well, everything's a letdown, right? Yeah. And how many people do you know that were had wealth as in a family and come from a wealthy family, kids that are now adults that come from wealthy families that aren't very happy and struggle and aren't striving and don't have passion, don't have purpose. Like that for me is when I think about doing all these things and working and starting new businesses and stuff, part of it for me is 
and I, I know you know this, is just showing the boys what work looks like and having passion, having purpose and having a reason to wake up in the morning and hit the ground running. And it's like, cause they need that more than I need that. I don't really have anything to prove anymore to anybody except myself, but to them, I have to show them, right? Like I can't just go, well, dad was a real hard worker in the NFL. You know, that was a great 11 years of my life. And then they're like, so what'd you do after 33? And it's like, no, the story ends there. Like, no, the story does not end there. No, it's like, and and we stress this to them all the time. And sorry, you jump in whenever you want. We stress this to them all the time. It's like, I, they want to be professional athletes of some type where they want to go to college and play sports. At least that's what they say now at nine and seven. That's awesome. But you still have to plan for life after that. Right. Right. So regardless of what you're doing, what your path you're on right now, the plan needs to include something beyond that next or that, that career, that big career. If you happen to get lucky and play five, 10 years in whatever professional sporting league, like, like super lucky, right. Or go to college you still have to then work for the rest of your life because that's what we do. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, and they need to know that because I think a life in, in you disagree. I just, you know, with your setup and what you do on a daily basis. But I think, especially for me and for like guys like me, work is fulfilling. I find a lot of fulfillment in doing what I'm doing and I'm, trying to get better and learn from you of adopting some leisure activities as part of my total health and wellness package. <laughs> I got a lot of leisure. You do have a lot of leisure and I, yeah. and, and I, I do, I watch you and I'm trying to learn from you and trying to have more balance in there. Yeah. But, but part of my fulfillment is growing as an individual, which means learning and sharing information and, trying to do something with it. Yeah. I th- that's a, it's a fun, creative process for me. Cool. All right. I was just wondering because yeah, the last several days it's been idea after idea, mm-hmm. after idea, after a lot idea. of ideas, a lot of ideas, a lot of ideas. Yeah, and but- I was just wondering what, like what phase of life or what, you know, phase kind of that you get into when you do start coming up with like mm-hmm. 97 new ideas. I think, you know, one, one thing that happens is like, and you know, with the program, lose like a lineman, lose like a lady is it's a ton of work. Like I work to get the program off the ground in the first place for like 10 hours a day, six months straight from the time we got to Indiana, basically until Christmas time, I was hammering every day yeah. and to the point where you were like, what are you doing? Like, why are you sitting here while we're all hanging out and you're on your computer writing? It's like, I don't know. I got to see if this, I got to see if this works. I gotta, you know, I felt compelled to do that, mm-hmm. do that, get it up and running, launch it off. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. little downtime. And I'm not good with downtime. Like I lulls for me. Like I just feel like a vacuum, you know? So where like one bit of time goes out and then I'm like, I need to fill that with something. Like something has to come into the place. And I'm learning over the years that I work intermittently like intervals almost Mm -hmm. where it's like big, huge push, big spurt, get exhausted. And then the work's done. And then I can relax for a little bit. And then the work comes again and you find another little project to do. And, you know, so we have lose like alignment. And then all of a sudden it's like, 
I didn't like the format that we were delivering it. So all of a sudden I got to hire a team to be able to deliver it better. And then I learned like ads and Google and Facebook and all this stuff. And it's like, Oh, okay, well we got to do all that too. Okay. So now we need an email funneling where I was like, okay, well, this is a cool process to learn. And then we got all that set up and then it was like off my plate. And then we're getting a lot of requests for lose like a lady. And I was like, okay, let's turn that into something. So that was a crazy amount of work for about two months. And it was nonstop, nonstop. And you didn't hear a whole lot of ideas coming from me then. And then that's launched and doing well. And so now there's like even a down period now. I was like, well, what are we going to do now? Yeah. Like, do I just sit here? Or do I do something else? Or do I start reaching out to people? Or do I look for a job? Or, you know, it's like, got you. what happens? Yeah. You know, like. So there's a tiny lull and that's when the wheels start turning. There's a lull and I'm like, crap, I got a lot of time. I got a lot of energy and what am I supposed to do with myself? Yeah. And and I think there's a lot of people out there that probably do the exact same thing. Yeah. And, and I guess I like stress, like a lot of people, I'm a bit of a stress junkie, like being pushed, like having a deadline. Got you. And I currently don't have a deadline. Okay. And I'm not being pushed. Yeah. And there's no stress in my life. So you need to find something. So I'm golfing twice a week, playing two pickleball matches a week, <laughs> practicing and doing all the things, right? It's welcome to 75, yeah, you know, <laughs> and then I got you on my ass about getting out of the damn house. You know, yeah. it's like, well, Nick, do you think you should? So there is that too, right? There is like, why all the brainstorming? Well, you ask the questions, you know, it's like, so, um, what do you, what are you thinking? What are you going to do? What are you, uh, well, but I What's also, next for you, big fella? I also know that you need something to do. Yeah. Like, I'm really good at, like, not doing things. Yeah. Yeah, and you, and you want me out of the house. You're not that's great fair. at it. And that's fair to say. Yeah. Right? Don't you think that's fair to say? You want me out of the house? Yeah. Me. You do. You I'm, do. I'm not going to say it. At least several days a week, you want me out of here, out of the office. You want the house to yourself. I don't know what you plan on doing while I'm gone. Well, I know it never happens, so I don't know either. <laughs> I need to figure it out when you go. Yeah, you used to have more time. When we were in San Diego, you had a lot more time with me gone where you could just have the house. A lot more time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I'll get out of the house more. I'm golfing twice a week, playing pickleball. Oh, <laughs> you know what? There's a coffee shop down the road that has <laughs> a little office space. Stop. We're not and, going there. And I will go. I will make that happen. I will get out of your way. But for now, I need to get some longer shorts so they don't kick me off the golf course. <laughs> you can't show off those thighs. <laughs> the the thighs are revealed. I think it's the thigh tattoo that nobody wants to see on the golf course. I think, honestly, I think at the country club, it's the tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. If I covered up the tattoos more regularly, I wouldn't get so many comments. Put your shitty golf you attire. Ain't, you ain't country club material, Hardwick. <laughs> you don't work around here. And you're not. I, I know. And you're not. That's okay. Good. Well, I love you. Love you too. Yeah, and I love your ideas, even though you drive me crazy. I know. There's a lot of them. Thanks for listening. Keep it up. Appreciate you. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. And, and, and you do remember, you were a, I don't want to say you were a doubter. You were a questioner of Lose Like Alignment. And now look at it. And now look at us go. Yeah. So you're welcome. And by the way, I have to say, you gave me inspiration to go harder. Like, you really pissed me off. There was a time when you were like, what are you wasting your time on? And I was like, oh, F off. I'm about to show you. This is about to go. You showed me. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, babe. Bye. Bye, guys. Have a great week.